Imposter syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> there that day to set that trap. Was it Marty Cheddar? Or was it his best friend, Daniel Fedder? Find out today on The Whole Truth. I'm your host, Sarah Camembert. And I'm your other host, Chandra Cheddarfield. Welcome back. As many of you know, if you've been tuning into the show every week... Daniel Fedder was the only mouse around the day that Marty Cheddar was killed brutally by an old-fashioned, human-built mousetrap. Marty Cheddar was just like any mouse. He had friends. He had a family. He had a girlfriend. But who was Daniel Fedder? To our friend... Marty Cheddar. When did they meet? How did they meet? And what were they doing the day before Marty perished? That day was just like any other day. Marty had been at school. He had gone home from school during lunch to get his cheese. He had left it exactly on the kitchen table, just like he thought. But his sister, Sarah, <laughs> Cheddar, <laughs> didn't think to remind. <laughs> didn't think to remind him. To grab his lunch before school was <laughs> was Sarah trying to get back at her brother for something he had done to her? She's on a list of a very few very capable suspects of the mystery, and we are here to find the whole truth. Yesterday. We interviewed uh, Marty, as we have every day of this podcast. Every single day, we interview <laughs> his best friend and our main suspect. Now, Marty's dead. I meant... <laughs> I'm sorry, I said Marty, and I meant... What did I mean? <laughs> the other guy... <laughs> Daniel Fedder. Dan Daniel Fedder. Every day of this podcast. Now, Chandra. Yes, Sarah. I hate to bring this up, but I feel you have become too close with the suspect. <clears throat> Whatever do you mean, Sarah? If I'm being completely honest... 
I don't think it's necessary that we interview our main suspect every single day. Well, Sarah, if you must know, I think that it's very important for us to make sure that his story stays the same or, you know, keep a, keep a close eye on whether or not it changes or not to verify the validity of his alibis. Because something smells a little funky, and I don't know if it's cheesy or not. You might be right. In fact, you must be right, because you are the expert. For those of you just tuning in, Sarah is a detective, a great mouse detective. I myself am a lowly journalist. To clarify, Chandra is the, <laughs> the great mouse detective, and Sarah Jarlsberg is just the... Sarah Camembert. <laughs> Camembert. It's okay. I, I like was I Jarlsberg was my maiden name. Like I said, lowly journalist. Um, I am here to make sure all of the facts are are uh, squared away. I appreciate it. And um, if, if I may, I want to explain a little bit, just because I am a journalist, what's been going on if you're just tuning in. Even though this isn't a radio show, you can go back and listen to the beginning. This is episode four of The Hole in the Wall. Nope. The whole truth, the whole truth, and nothing but it. I'm Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> I'm Sarah Camembert, and this is the whole truth. We, what we have found out from Daniel is that he claims that he doesn't know how to set a mouse trap. Yet, we've uncovered his mother was killed by the very same trap. The same type of trap. This is a Victor 2000. It is the mousetrap that has been used by humans for upwards of 30 years. They sell them in hardware stores. They sell them on Amazon.com. They sell them anywhere humans buy their shit. And, and Sarah, if I may... <clears throat> you may. You're a great mouse detective. Thank you, thank you. Um, but one of the things that I find really interesting about said um, Victor 2000, um, it's a model that um, is lethal to our kind. And, and one thing that I would say about um, this type of trap is it takes a very specific kind of skill that very few mice species um, are capable of. So um, if his mother, um, in fact, was uh, was um, was murdered by the same um, 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 machine. Then, potentially speaking, uh, there's maybe uh, I would I would venture a guess to say that there's probably only like uh, uh, upwards of of, of of maybe ten mice in the entire world that can do, that could uh, that could uh, do do that. The key, opposable thumbs. Opposable thumbs. And, um, Daniel, 
does not have them. Yep. Now, though we can see his not opposable normal mouse thumbs every day since we've been doing the podcast, which is, if this is episode four, that's only four days, I guess. With pre- and post-production, so a few, few more days than that. Oh, we're talking to him on editing days as well? Well, yeah, because we're not talking to them actually every day. Right. But right? not but not just four days, so kind of a half a week every week? Yeah. For four weeks. Yes, roughly. Great. Well, just making sure I'm I you're not meeting with him away from me. Um Um nope, just uh just just the days that you said. Because you know, he's in Mouse High School, Chandra. That's two mouse years and that's inappropriate. He is a mouse senior in high school, Sarah. You're right, and I um can't hold that against you legally, but just think about your choices, Chandra. And like I said, Sarah, there is nothing going on. So the question is, did Daniel hire someone with opposable mouse thumbs? Or, like he said, he had nothing to do with it. I'm Sarah Kemenbear. And I'm Chandra Cheddarfield. We'll be right back. Sarah Kemenbear. And I'm Chandra Cheddarfield. What happened the day Marty Cheddar went home from school to fetch his cheese and got caught in a trap with no humans around? We've discussed earlier that potentially Marcus's, <laughs> Marcus's sister, Sarah Cheddar, who forgot to... Marty's sister. <laughs> Sarah Cheddar. Yeah. She forgot to grab his cheese or tell him he left his cheese, even though she fucking saw it. Was it neglect or was it forget? Or was it... (laughs) Or was it crime? (laughs) Obviously, we know that it couldn't have been Daniel Feta because he doesn't have opposable thumbs. It couldn't have been his sister. Sarah Cheddar, because she doesn't have opposable thumbs. We have been combing the globe and the mouse FBI records to find the ten mice with opposable thumbs. We can say that there was one mouse who seemed a little suspicious. After combing the globe, there was one mouse in Spain, Marcus Manchego. We found Marcus. In a cheese pub. (laughs) He was resting below the refrigerator in a booth at an outdoor market. Full of fish and ham and all the delicacies of Spain. (laughs) I'm sorry I get emotional because I'm just really sad about this little mouse's death. And this guy has opposable thumbs. So we went to Spain. 
And do you know what they do in Spain? Flamenco. Flamenco. What else do they do in Spain, Chandra? Well, uh, <laughs> a mouse in Spain might find himself making... <laughs> Staying mainly in the plane? Potentially. Or making paella for all of his mice friends. Mice in Spain love paella, just as humans in Spain do. You would think a mouse wouldn't be able to make a paella, but if you have opposable thumbs, you can do anything. And that is what Marcus Mangel was known for. His paella, shrimps, and his love of... <laughs> You might find it offensive that we're speaking with these accents all of a sudden, but we love Spain, we had a great time there, and we really felt like we got to know the culture, so get off our little mouse backs. This is our interview with Marcus Manchego. Well, it's nice to meet you, I'm Marcus Manchego. Have you ever been to Fairfield, Illinois? Ah, very interesting question. I guess I will just answer whatever question you ask now that you are here. I, forgive me, I was asleep on my bed of paella, my king-size paella bed, and uh, so I'm a little bit startled, but have I ever been to, where was it? Fairfield. Fairfield, Illinois. Illinois. Mm, let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Uh, yes, I believe one time I was in, uh, not a year ago, I was in, uh, Fairfield, Illinois. Very, um, I would say rare destination for a Spaniard like yourself. See, uh, it was a rare occasion. I have family in, uh, Fairfield and they, uh, my great-grandmother, uh, she passed away. Your grandmother lived in Fairfield, Illinois. Yes, yep, yep. She uh, immigrated there and uh, lived there for quite some time, and now she's dead, and it's been a long time, but it's still very sore, and you brought it up. So, that's what I was doing there. No problem. Con condolences. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> Mr. Manchego, um... <sighs> sorry, sorry. Would you mind... I, I know this is a sore subject, and um, you don't seem to... Um, Want to? I mean, uh, could, would you mind letting us? Um, how mm. did she die? Mm. My great grandmother. <coughs> your great grandmother. Mother. Take your time. See, 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 see. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Gracias. She uh, unfortunately was uh, taken from this earth by a. Uh, not paella. No, 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 not paella. <laughs> by. By, By a, a, uh, a mouse Such a common way to go. It's mostly how we go, isn't it? But it was one very more sad. Question. Oh, we just one more. Actually, we did, well, we have many. This is an interview. 
Yes. I really would appreciate if you cut the attitude. Sorry, I was just taking my siesta, so I'm a little bit crabby. Do you put crab in your paella? See, <laughs> of course. You gotta get. Okay, so your grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. My grandmother. Do you, yep. Do you happen to know what kind of mousetrap she died by? Oh, ba 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 ba. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. No, I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> I don't think. Oh, well. I remember seeing a series of uh, letters when I visited. They let me visit the crime scene. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I showed up off the off my little plane in Illinois with my little tiny suitcase and my hat and my coat. And I said, where is my grandmother? And they said, oh, she just died just now. Do you want to see her? And I said, I don't know. Oh, it must have taken you at least 10, 12 uh, hours to get there. I got a heads up. Her... Her doctor gave me a little bit of a heads up. He was like, I... I <laughs> anyway, what were the letters you saw? Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Not C, no, not C, not C, no. Um, uh, V? <laughs> like V as in, uh, vagina. <laughs> Behold, how does the all... <laughs> Whoa! Sorry, lo siento, lo siento, lo siento, lo siento, lo siento, lo siento. I was going to say. Sorry. You threw that. Again, I just woke up from my paella nap. I'm so sorry. Did the V happen to stand for fair day? Or ver... What is truth in Spanish? Verdad, but no, it stood for vagina, the English word. Let's see, so there was a big, big of, there's a big of V. And what else, what else, what else? Ooh, ooh, I. Yeah, yeah, there was an I. <laughs> As in, do you want to give a word example for this letter? Of course I do. As in, I want to go back to bed in my paella. This is like a spelling bee. <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the letter I I think I just I think I just did, but I'll do it again, I'll do another one. I uh didn't So you can't! You can't use no, it in a no, sentence! No, you'll never No no no, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. I I uh wish Marcus. I was dead most days. Mm-hmm. Marcus, um You're doing great. Um Thank you. We've We've I mean, got, we've got the letters, we've got the letters V, we've got a letter I. See. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I know where this is going, but I, You're... I just, I just was, I'm hoping that um, maybe you can confirm the 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 make of the mousetrap that you that you uh, uh that maybe that we are are, are looking to uh. Sure, I'll do the. How about I do the yeah. next letters really quick? Yeah, if you can try with gratitude. Well, you're not going to be the next one. The next one is, of course, C! <laughs> Followed by T, O, and an R. Spells Victor, I knew it the whole time, but I like to play games. So let me get this straight. Please. You didn't know the make of the mousetrap, but you do know what it said. Well, I don't know the name of the mousetrap, but now that I spell it out loud, I realize it was a name... The name Victor, which was the name of my great-grandfather, 
her what? Uh, her husband. So you think? Wait, what? <laughs> Victor was my great grandfather's name, and the name of the mousetrap was a Victor Three Thousand. Okay, if you want to know, if you must know, that is the truth. Do I think he killed her? I don't know. Maybe. Wow. Okay. Well, really is this what you came to talk about? <laughs> kind of. Uh-huh. I mean, look. These mousetraps, I tell you what, they're... Uh, I feel like uh, dozens of mice are dying a day with mousetraps, you know? And this and this Victor 3000 is a real... It's a, it's a black market. It's a nonsense. It's killing too many people. I mean, mice. Shoot. Marcus, do you know how <laughs> to use a Victor 3000 or 2000? Mmm... Uh, <laughs> I mean, between you and me? And we can keep this between you and me. Yes, um, off the record. And I will ignore the giant human-sized recorder that you have brought into my restaurant. Please feel, please feel free to ignore the giant human-sized recording device <laughs> that is sitting in front of us, yes. Okay, this is me ignoring the human-sized recording device that is sitting in front of you. <clears throat> Between you and me, I have before in my in a past life in a, in a, when I was a younger mouse, I did hire a raccoon to set a mouse trap for an old friend that I <laughs> I was no good. He was no good. He had to go. So I hired a raccoon. He has opposable thumbs. He set it. Bing bang boom. Snap snap snap. Did you ever? Hmm? Did you ever get in trouble for that, Marcus? Any any repercussions for you? No, I mean again, between you and me, between you and I, two e between between two e Joe, I never got in trouble for it. That's why I fled back to where I live now, which is in Spain. I never so where got were caught. You, where were you when you killed your friend? Um, it was. Oh, you know something? You know so You want to know something? Yes, we want to know everything. And again, I just woke up, so my voice is, I mean, it's not how it usually, <clears throat> not how it usually sounds. But it was the same week that I went to visit my grandmother, or my dead great-grandmother. It was the same day that I got news that my friend was being a no-good son of a rat. And so I, yeah, you know, I, I, I took the, okay, I took the trap that my grand great-grandmother was killed in, and I used a raccoon to set it for my friend who was being a, a bit of a, you know, Dipshit, okay? Is that what you want to know? I mean, come on. We wondered, we met you here today because you have opposable thumbs. Now, it is clear to us that just having opposable thumbs isn't enough. You're not are, big enough. They're not, I was just going to say they're just not big enough. Thank you, Marcus. So you, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Oh, so these, much sense. But these raccoons, these dirty raccoons, I tell you. You ever come across a raccoon? They raccoon. Marcus, I don't think you're allowed to call them dirty. Oh, these dirty raccoons! They kill. They take your money. They kill your wife. They kill your husband. They kill everybody. Kill them. Ugh. We hope. We hope you have a, a good day, and we will. I'm going to go will... back to sleep in this rice. Okay. And and enjoy the the, the paella. Thank you, I sleep where I eat. <laughs> Sometimes I feel the same way, Marcus. Amen to that. 
Adios. Adios. I'm Sarah Camembert. And I'm Chandra Chetterfield. And that was our interview in Barcelona with Marcus Manchego. Interesting time we had, Chandra, huh? Very interesting. Um, what I found more um, interesting than the paella and the flamenco was the fact that Marcus, Marcus Manchego, pretty much just admitted to the the whole, the whole murder. <laughs> they may as well call him Marcus, the murderer, Manchego. Triple M. So what, listeners? We ask you, what do you think? The young senior high schooler, Marty Cheddar, ever did to Marcus Manchego. It seems like he must have really pissed him off, no? I mean, enough for him to hire a crackoon. Oh, I'm sorry, one... My phone is ringing. It's from a number from a different country code. Um, I'll answer it. Um, hello? Hola, senoritas. Um, I think you have the wrong number, sir, and no, I'm no, also... No, 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 I have the right number. I have absolutely the correct number. It is I, ladies, it is me, Marcus. Um, <clears throat> Marcus, how, how did you... What, what's up, what's up, buddy? Oh, Maron. Oh, hola! Hola, mi amor, ay, 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 you too, you too. Bah, I was going about my day, and all of a sudden, I tuned into a live uh, broadcast of uh, my favorite radio station, and what do I hear in my little mouse ears? That you too, you too are planning to uh, frame me for something I did not do. Well, Marcus, if that is your name, Murderer Manchego, if that is your name, prove yourself wrong. I mean, innocent. (laughs) We were sitting there, and you were telling us all the things, and sleepy or not, you admitted to some seriously fucked up situational things, and I, so, what, what are we supposed I, to do? Okay, for, oh, you expect, you expect us to believe a doctor called you on the crime scene of your dead grandma, and you couldn't remember Victor? Right when I got off the plane. Even though you remembered every letter in it? And just so happens to be that your great-grandfather is the inventor of said mousetrap? Prove it! You are, you are, oh, look, I am sure everything seems oh so easy. Oh, you figured it out. Oh, you got me. But listen to me. You will never catch me again. You come back to my restaurant, I will kick you out. And if you, if you so, if you call the rodent authorities on me, I swear to God, I'll have my raccoon army and I'll come and take you out. You will be in jail long before you can do anything like kick us out of your restaurant, Marcus. 
And guess what, Marcus Murderer Manchego? This... Oh, Maritio! This call is also being recorded, and this is now being recorded as you threatening us. We are recording everything all the time on the phone at podcast recordings, and it goes into a vault, and it goes on live. It's all recording all the time, everywhere broadcast. You're not... I can't believe it. How could I be so blind? Oh, you are one blind forget mouse. Forget I'm joking. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a blind mouse, I guess. I'm sorry. Will you please forgive me? Please don't send them after me. I have nothing left. You should have thought of that before you said <laughs> your crack coon to murder <laughs> Marty Cheddar. <laughs> No, please, no! One more question, Marcus. Oh, sure. Why'd you do it? Why'd I do it? Marty Cheddar is the better mouse than I ever was and ever will be. He is a more handsome. He is got a way better name. He is. I mean, he's got a. I'll say it right now. He's got a longer tail than I do. Okay. And so I thought to myself, I'm the heir to a mousetrap fortune. You, you are. Might as well. Yeah, my grandfather, great grandfather, invented Victor. Uh, you know, one thousand or three thousand or four thousand or whatever. I might as well use this to my to my advantage and eliminate mice better than me, okay? Is that what you want to hear? Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Fair enough. I'll go now. Adios. I'm so sorry, and adios to you, and also with you. Wow. That was... Seriously crazy. So, I guess, I mean, really, we're we're podcast hosts. I'm a journalist near a great mouse detective, but we can't really arrest anyone. Nope. The best we could do is package this up and send it to the the mice FBI. The FBI for mice. I'm Sarah Camembert. I'm Chandra Cheddarfield. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Sarah Camembert. And I'm Chandra Cheddarfield. This is a special bonus part of the episode. We are now going to meet with Peter Parmesan. 
Um, Field Mouse Peter Parmesan is a part of the FPPI that um, that does most of the um, the 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 hard cases, the murders. Um, but he has agreed to um, to have an interview with us um, to discuss the details of this case. Uh, we are outside the FPPI for mice headquarters, and uh, we're on our way in. Here we go. You ready? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm very ready. All right, this is this is why we do it. This is the stuff. From one expert to the next. From one expert to the next. Hi, um, excuse me, we're looking for Peter Parmesan. Look, I told you, if she's dead, she's dead. I don't want anything to hear about it. Get off my phone. Get off my phone. He's over there. Oh, get out of here. What are you scram all around here? Jeez Louise. Hey, how can I help you? How are we doing? Peter Parmesan, how you doing? Hello, Mr. Parmesan. It is uh, truly an honor to meet you. Um, my name is uh, Chandra Cheddarfield, Chet- um, and this is my my, 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 my co-host. Chandra, cool it. we got to be cool for Peter Parmesan. You guys, I get it happens all the time. You're in the face of the authority, you get a little worked up. But, you know, it's all right. But what is your name? Sarah Camembert. You both nailed it. How can I help you today? Well, as you know, we sent over the first half of our episode four of our podcast, The Whole Truth, about the murder. Oh, yeah. The murder of Marty Cheddar. Yeah, I seem to recall that coming across my tiny little desk. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, you have anything to say about it? Well, yeah, it's very interesting, you know? I mean, uh, you know, we thought that kind of case was open and shut, you know? Like a mousetrap, bing, bang, boom, open and shut. But you two gals seem to be uh, doing a little bit of investigating on your own, isn't that right? Yes, um, we are both uh, very um, invested investigators, um, but uh, nothing like nothing like you, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Parmesan. Oh, that's very nice. That's very nice of you to say. So, uh, so what exactly? Uh, what do you got here? What do you got for me here? Well, we started off this investigation trying to clear the name of Daniel Feta, Marty mm-hmm. Cheddar's best friend, who most best people friend. thought murdered Marty. But we that's were. That's what we thought. We were the ones to find out that in order to set a Victor 2000, you needed opposable thumbs. However, it wasn't until we met Marcus Murderer Manchego, Marcus Manchego at the time, mm-hmm. and he displayed his tiny little opposable thumbs and their inadequacy in setting such a trap. So, he told us, admittedly, on tape, that he had hired a raccoon with known bigger opposable thumbs to set that trap. You tell... Yeah, go ahead. Chandra, no. Chandra, 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 please, please, please. Oh, I was just also going to mention um, the fact that um, he explicitly told us that in his family, um, his great-grandfather also is the inventor and designer of the Victor 2000. So in in tandem with his grandfather's knowledge and the, the... what was sure to be passed down. His access to such traps. And his access to, um, just bigger opposable thumbs would lead sure. us. You, you get the rest. I mean, ladies, this is a, I will say, this is a, an extraordinary amount of evidence in a very, what seems like a very short exchange that you both had. A ve- it's very impressive journalism at the very least, I will say. 
Oh, well, thank you. I'm I'm Camembert. I'm the journalist. This is our detective on the team. The great mouse detective. Okay, well, that's very sweet. That's very sweet. You're an amateur detective. I get it. I get it. I get it. Who wears the badge, though, you know? But it's all right. It's all right. You do. So, you do. yeah, I sure, I sure do. A tiny little badge. That's right. So what I'm hearing is a lot of a lot of whole, cold, hard evidence, really. Uh, my question is, you have these recordings in your possession? Well, yes, and so does the public. Right, because, so, okay, so it has been released out into the open already, so, uh, so we can't really take it into evidence because it's now a public, uh, record, so now it's a little bit more difficult on my end. Uh, how many, uh, how many followers, how many listeners do you guys have on this show that have maybe heard it already? Millions. No! As one of the most popular um, mouse crime podcasts out there, um, yes, we do. Uh, we are leading the the field, as it were, in um, in this field. Mouse. All right, all right. I like guys. I like guys. Guys, guys. I like what I'm hearing. I really do. And here's the thing: for someone to come in and open up a case that, to my knowledge, was completely closed. And bust it wide open with this amount of evidence? It takes a certain kind of mind. A mouse mind. A mouse, tiny mouse, couple of tiny mouse brains, but that have just the right intuition to get things done. Why don't you, what do you guys say? Why don't you come into the precinct next week? We have a little chat about maybe doing a little more work for, uh, for the FBPI. You want our help? I mean, it's clear that you guys are crime-solving critters. We are. It's truly an honor to hear you say so, uh, Mr. Peter. Mr. Parmesan. What did you call me? I think... Sh- I'm sorry. I, I, maybe I'm over... I miss... I overstepped. Um, I, was, I was using a familiar... <laughs> your familiar name, Peter. But I will stop, Mr. Parmesan. You will never hear me say that again. Never, ever again. Mr. P- Par- Mr. Parmesan. You guys... Hey, you know what? You guys have plenty of time to get it right. Thank you. Thank you. See you later. Bye now. All right. <laughs> Bye. Right where you, right where you came in is perfect. Yeah, well, there he is over there. I told you to come. Yeah, I'll be over there in a second. What are you doing? Why are you relax? Okay, I'm over here talking to two freaking nice mice. Well, that was successful. And we'll be back next week for another episode. I'm Sarah Camembert. I'm Chandra Cheddarfield. Good night. Hey, thanks for listening. That was The Whole Truth with Sarah Camembert and Chandra Cheddarfield. A bit of a different kind of episode. Made me hungry. Me too. All the cheese, and I eat mice also. Yes, of course, you're a a mice eater. (laughs) Hey, don't call me that. Hey, guys, (laughs) listen, y'all. The next episode of Imposter Syndrome will be a completely different show hosted by two totally different people or animals. So subscribe and tune in every other Tuesday. 
Mm-hmm. And also, of course, as always, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Wherever you listen. And please follow us on social media. We're all stuck in our homes right now. We're all bored as hell. Uh, we're our little holes out, in the wall. We're putting out little videos every once in a while. So you can follow us on Twitter at Max and Natalie and Instagram at Max and Natalie Comedy. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a Cook Rap production. That was pretty good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs>